No success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. That's why Club Wealth was founded, to help driven, successful, and busy real estate agents like you double their business while building a strong, balanced home life. Join us each week as high-producing agents and team leaders share their stories and unpack the principles and systems they've used to double, triple, and even quadruple their business while enjoying greater quality of life. And now, here's the latest episode of Club Wealth TV. All right, hey, it's Michael Ellickson. I've got three of the most amazing people in real estate on this call and me. And so uh, really stoked that, uh, that I get to be the fourth wheel here. Uh, but uh, we got, uh, of course, Mr. Jesse Zagorski. Uh, and Jesse has been uh, one of our coaching clients for about five years now, five, six years. And uh, Jesse- Seven years? Has it been seven? Has it been that long? <laughs> it could be. It's 2017. I think it could be seven years. Dude, it's been a while, dude. It's it's funny. I was but, trying but, to talk with Bill the other day. D- don't let me don't let me stop your intro about how awesome I am, though. If you want to continue your intro, go right ahead. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So Jesse is awesome for those of you that are watching, and uh, he's going to be sharing his buyer intake form with us today that helps him get consistently amazing results while creating a unique buyer experience every single time, um, and it also helps him to get to contract faster. Right, getting people to sign a buyer intake agreement getting people to commit to doing business with he and his team right away. Um, now, Mike Bjorkman is also with us here. Mike is Morning. one of our frequent co-hosts here. Uh, and I see we've got Rachel Fogler is watching. Sandy Stites. Good morning, Sandy. Uh, Tony Jenkins is watching. I love Tony. She's awesome, dude. So we got them all. We got everybody on here. So check it out. Here's the deal. Uh, Mike Bjorkman is up in Santa Clarita, California. Mike is crushing it up in Santa Clarita, does a very good job. I don't even need to go into all his stuff because it would take us the entire show <laughs> to tell you about all the companies he owns and all the freaking money he's making. But suffice it to say, if Mike walks across the room and picks up a, a stack of $100 bills, he's probably losing money. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love you, man. And so Brian Curtis, as you all know, is in the hustling, bustling metropolis of Bentonville, Arkansas. Yeah, uh, second only to New York City in size, um, and not true at all. But he is in Bentonville, Arkansas, and Brian crushes it in a market where Walmart is king, and Brian is—I don't know what Brian is—he's more important than the king. But anyway, that being said, Brian crushes it as well. He's one of our coaches here at Club Wealth, and uh, actually, he is our top coach here at Club Wealth. He is the guy that coaches the big boys, and uh, Brian is Mister Consistent here. He just consistently does the right things all the time, and his business has grown like literally from about two hundred twenty-five thousand in GCI in two thousand and fifteen. So now Brian's going to close over 300 transactions this year, you guys. This guy's, yeah, this guy is no joke. He knows what he's doing. And I think everybody on this call would agree. Brian Curtis is one of the smartest people in real estate, period, end of story. He is one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. So super excited to be with you guys today. So Jesse Zagorski, without any further ado, let's hear about your buyer intake form. Why is it such a big deal? And I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let Mike and Brian do the questions on this one. That is a challenge, Michael Hellickson. I'm going to have to call Mike and Michael. Michael Hellickson, if you're going to shut up and let them do the talking, I think challenge accepted, right? Let's I call see how lies. this goes. All right. <laughs> but it's okay. We're all friends. We're having a conversation. We're just going to let the world in on our private talk today. Is that cool? Absolutely. All right, let's do that. So what I'm going to talk about, and I have one right here in front of me, this is our buyer folder. So every time one of the agents on our team or myself, when I do meet with buyers, um, we go and we take one of these folders. We actually have, by the way, a stack of these sitting in a plastic Tupperware container in the back of all of our cars. Show us the folder. Oh, you want to see the folder again? Well, the folder says Z team. We're actually rebranding. If you see the thing, the sign above my head, we're changing it to live, love San Diego homes. I just pulled the, uh, let me pull it up here. Sorry. Hold on a sec. Um, So this side has my intake form, which is what we're going to be talking about for the entire time today. And I believe, Michael, there's some way for people to get a copy of this, correct? Did we decide the mechanism? 
Okay. Yeah, we will. We will absolutely make that happen. So what's going to happen, you guys, is we take our Club Wolf uh, TV uh, episodes and we turn them into blog posts. Uh, and so there's a section on our Club Wolf website that has our Club Wolf TVs on them. And we will make it possible. So, Jesse, if you'll just get that over to Natasha, then Natasha will literally um, add that as a download on that page. And it's free, guys. You don't have to pay for it. Guess what? I did it yesterday. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Natasha already has it because I knew what you were going to do. So Perfect. those of you watching this thing who are like, stop with the fluffy stuff, stop being fun and just get into the meat and potatoes. Don't worry. We're getting there. You will get a copy of this. So this is our little referral card in the front, but behind it is our intake form, which is what we're going to spend the majority of t- today talking about. We've got some other fun things. If you can see here, can you read what that says? Uh, Z team barbecue claws. I like so, that. So we've got, I, I'll go through the rest of this packet. If we have time, the barbecue claws is we'll throw you a housewarming barbecue when you move in. Cause it's fun, but guess what it also does. It's a great referral source, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So this is at the end of your VIP buyer presentation that Brian will talk about. This is an idea that came from way back when we'll talk about where this idea came from, but you make it fun. Right at the end of this, I, at the end of everything, um, fast forwarding to the end, I say, look, and the most important form we have is our Z-Team barbecue claws. And they look at me. I say it very seriously. It's our Z-Team barbecue claws. And they're like, what? And they go, here you go. Take a look. And you say, so once we find you the perfect house, we negotiate a great deal on the house. You get the perfect house for your family. We're going to throw you a big old party for you and your friends and family. You just create the guest list. You tell us who you want to invite. We'll buy all the, the meat and the, and the meat and the drinks. And you guys show up and we have a big party. Sound like fun? I love it. Booyah. All right. Anyway, that was a little tidbit from the end. So I'll go through the whole packet. Go ahead, Michael. I just want to ask, because you, if you guys aren't going to ask, I'm going to ask. So I'm, I'm trying to leave. I'm trying to slow my roll so that you guys can ask the questions. <laughs> but I'm just jumping in because I, I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. How often are people taking you up on the barbecue? Not often enough because I haven't really pushed it. Mm-hmm. I'm a systems guy. I like... And I'll answer your question. I'm going to come because this is part of the beginning of this thing. I'm I, anyone listening who's never heard me talk before. You got to know about me. I am a systems guy. I love things that create duplicatable results. Some of you might have been on an appointment where you kind of won it and it went amazing. And you're like, that was great. Right. Mike Bjorkman, you yep. wing it. It went amazing. It. Right. You <laughs> won it. I speak, I speak English sometimes. I won it. Um, that's too much time in Southeast Asia right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's only one year. Anyway. it's uh, <laughs> a long time. But sometimes you go on an appointment, you do everything you normally do, and it goes terribly. Has Mike or Brian, I'm going to get you guys engaged here. Have you ever been on an appointment? And Brian's a systems guy. So, Brian, let's talk about people on your team because Brian never has this happen to him. Before you, had a, before you had a system, Brian, and Mike, who probably has some sort of system, have you ever been on an appointment where you do everything you normally do and it crashed and burned? Oh, yeah. Right. And I find the reason that is, is because you don't have enough of a system that you've internalized a lot of it. So Mike Bjorkman is one of the best salespeople on the planet. Hands down. Mike, can, I don't know if we can see him blush. I don't even know if that makes him blush because he might just feel it so through and through because you are, Mike. You are <laughs> I love you, Mike man. Bjorkman. You are one of the top salespeople on the planet. And yeah. really, right? Everyone agree? And yeah, so he, Mike. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know it. Okay. Well, well, Mike, Mike, Mike practices. Mike, how often do you practice? How often do you every play? single day? How often? Or how long? Every single day at our skill set. Every single okay. day. And you've been doing this how many years? Twenty six years. Twenty six years. So Mike Bjorkman actually has a system. He has just internalized it so much that he doesn't even know he has a system anymore. But if you're newer <laughs> in the business, it's true. But if you're newer in the business, or you are training agents on a team, or you've been doing this for 10 years and you don't get the same result every time. That's one of the reasons why you want to have a system. So this intake form we're going to cover today is this system that every time you meet a new buyer, you'll get the same result every time, which is the client has a uniquely awesome experience and you get hired as their agent. Make sense, guys? Everyone on board? All right. So I kind of went around, around from your question though. How often do they take me up in the barbecue clause? I generate a lot of systems. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Sometimes I train my people on them better than others. I haven't really had my agents encourage the barbecue clause yet. Okay. But here's the thing. I'm, part of me feels like I don't think it matters. I mean, I think it's great if they do and there's value to you and to them if they do. But the reality is even if they don't take you up on the barbecue clause, you offered it. So you've given more value, whether they take advantage of that value or not. It's like handing them a check and they just choose not to cash it. At least Correct. 
in the chat. Yeah. I'll tell you guys real quick before we jump into the intake form. Uh, the unique selling propositions are ultimately important. And just what Jesse said or what Michael just said is absolutely you have a – uh, value proposition that nobody else has. How many different things can we do than most agents? And I'll give you two great examples. We send out postcards that'll say free escrow, free home warranty, free upfront termite, uh, free upfront inspection. And half the time, the people never even, they call because of it, but they never even ask for it. And sometimes we have to remind them so we don't feel guilty. And, and a quick other little story. Uh, one of my one of my friends slash competitors that I used to hang out with did the barbecues all the time. And uh, I'll never forget this. It was Super Bowl Sunday, and she had a welcome to the neighborhood barbecue. And I'm sitting on the couch going, you are absolutely out of your mind. Three hours later, she comes back all dirty with barbecue sauce and a signed listing agreement for a $750,000 neighbor house. So while I sat there and got fat on the couch, she was out there and made 21 grand. So that is a story you guys should all remember. And it's the honest to God truth. I'll never forget it. And this is probably 10 years ago. And I tell the story all the time. So Jesse, do, do that. I mean, if, if you guys can do it, do it. Yeah. And the handyman for a day. How awesome is that? Tell us yeah, about it since you, since you put it up there. Okay. That's so this, great one. this is another unique value proposition. By the way, these are all forms that are in my buyer packet. So even if the agents on my team forget about them and we don't even have time to talk about them, the client's going to take them home, look at them later, and you still get benefits. So handyman for a day is just that. We have a handyman that we work with, a couple of them, that when they close escrow on their house, we will send the handyman over for a day, a full eight-hour day. We pay for labor. They pay for any materials. And- we have the handyman do stuff for him. That's it. It's that simple. And it's such an, this one, by the way, everyone takes me up on you guys ever, anyone watching, by the way, I've got the, uh, the Facebook live stream up on a second monitor. I have to keep, uh, shutting it down. Cause it's got like a three second delay. So it's super weird to watch yourself here and then see me. It really is. It's like, wait, by the way, that three second delay is on purpose in case one of you guys drops an F bomb or something. And I need to clean it up. I'm just, uh, I'm waiting for the day you drop an F bomb. Dude, I wish I had the power <laughs> to actually do that to like delete, you know, to bleep out the swear words. I would save you guys a lot of money on the cuss jar, Mike. So, okay. so anyway, I'm looking at this chat window. So if anybody, by the way, and I don't know if Natasha or Tara, if anybody's watching these questions in live in the Facebook chat, if you guys have questions, jump on in, people who are watching us. It's one of the benefits to watching us live is you can actually ask us questions. So um, I'll, I'll minimize that though for a minute. Go back to my other screen. Handyman for a day. People do take us up on this. If you ever get to the time in that request for repairs negotiation, right, where there's little things and you're with the seller and the buyer and they can't quite get on the same page, you drop in, hey, don't forget, we have the handyman for the day who's going to come over and fix a lot of these little things for you. Clients love it. When the handyman shows up, I have my handyman take a selfie at the front door and put tag us on Facebook and say, go in to help another happy live, love San Diego Holmes client, handyman for a day. Think that helps him and our business, right? Yes. Little things like that. Have the client with their permission say, Yeah, yeah, Jesse sent over a handyman who fixed all this stuff. And like it was just, what other agent in your area? I'm going to steal this line from Mike Bjorkman. Mike, what's your favorite line that describes how your agents operate? You do things what? Other agents can't or won't. I say that all the time and I credit Mike whenever I can. Mike Bjorkman does <laughs> things that other agents can't or won't. Who's giving out a handyman for a day in your market? What competition are giving you out? Like, really? Well, and here's the other thing. First of all, people right now are thinking, oh my gosh, I can't afford to do a handyman for a day on every one of my deals. Talk to us about how to zero cost the handyman for a day, Jesse. So I am, by the way, guys, in case you're looking, this is actually a real dog sitting behind me. She was looking like she was kind of like <laughs> ill before, but she just moved so you can tell it's actually a real dog. All right. It's my dog, not a random dog I found for the shoot. Look, I'm a real person. I have a dog. surprise any of us if you brought home a stray dog and wanted to take care I of just, it. Richard, I, just, I, just, I, just want, oh, I just want to humanize myself. Look, guys, I have a puppy. Anyway, um, so... I'll have a baby walk in next. Hey, look, here's a baby. Uh, <laughs> look <laughs> so, at my Facebook right now. It's got my puppy pictures on it. <laughs> so zero out the cost, and then we'll get back to this intake form, but this is all good stuff for people. So the zero out your cost, I'm a give, give, then get sort of guy. If you don't know what that term is, read the book. What's a good book on that? Go-giver? I don't go know. Go-giver's good, yeah. Go get Any other give, give, get mentality books people can read, Michael or Brian, anybody? I, I like go-giver. That's a good okay, one. So, so read the go-giver. Yeah, read the go-giver. The whole idea is if I'm going to go to a handyman, I can just go out and I can position them with this. Look, we sell a lot of houses. When we have a closing, 
we need to do this handyman for a day thing. I'm going to pay you to go out there and spend an entire day there. However, instead of paying you, I find that my handymans I work with rarely spend one day working. Once they're there, they usually end up with two, three, four days of work and then end up, if they do a good job, working with this client for months and months and years down the road. Would you be interested in doing you know, a, a day's worth of labor for zero and trade for me marketing your business and getting you a score of new clients? Right, so you can do that cold. However, I think it's more powerful to find a handyman, do a couple where you pay them, negotiate a day rate. Right, I can tell you what our day rate is. It doesn't matter; every market's different. But negotiate a day rate, do a couple of them, then go back to you and pay them for it. Then go back to your handyman and say, "Hey, look, do you like this? Have you got extra work? Right, I paid you for a day. Did you get more work? Yeah, you probably got two, three, four days of work out of it. Have they given you referrals also? I'm going to do this in volume. I'm going to do a lot of these. I can't. I can keep paying you, but I don't really want to. I think there's win-win value here. So are you open to making this a partnership? You do it for free, right? Because it's not really free. You're going to make so much money on the back end. Interested? That's how you Jesse, I, I know inquiring minds want to know, how much of these USPs do you market up front to attract buyers? Zero. I could use any of them I want. Lead generation is not difficult for me. I, I don't I don't need more leads. That's not where my challenge is right now. At some point, I can go. I could put any of these on Facebook. I have video testimonials from people who are our clients who have received the handyman for a day, talking about gushing about how cool it was. Just stockpiled away that have given me permission to put them on Facebook. I haven't had time. I don't need more leads yet. I'm, that's a different challenge, right, Coach? <laughs> well, it is, but you know, here's the other thing. <laughs> and, and yes, it's funny because more leads is, is is almost never a problem. But Jesse, what you've done is you've left some bullets in the gun, and that's important because if you shoot all your bullets out in the beginning and you just give everybody, you know, all the stuff you do right in the very beginning, you know, before they're even a client, you got nothing to wow them with later. You yeah. need to wow people by doing things that are unexpected for them. Delivering great service is not a wow. That's an expectation. So in the process of delivering great customer service, I need to have some things like the handyman for the day and like the, the, you know, the barbecue clause and all this other stuff that you do that says to people, you know, I've already got your business, but I'm still going to give you more. Right. And, and at the risk of making Michael Hellickson blush, no one likes shooting blanks. <laughs> all right, let's move on. I have a quick question about Whoa. this buyer intake form. <laughs> Saved it. Right. Does everybody have the buyer intake form in front of them so we can go over this real quick? All right, cool. So, so anytime we're going to fill out a buyer intake form or go through a process with a buyer, there must be a specific script dialogue or something happened to actually get these people into the office. Don't need to talk a lot about it. I just need to hear what your team is going to say to get them to even get to this point. And then let's hit that form. All right, cool. And so what, how we get them there is this. There's a five-step process to selling houses. We can go through all five steps, but we don't need to for today. We're talking about two steps. Step one, set a face-to-face appointment. Does anyone on the, on the line agree when a lead comes in, whether you buy an online lead or you meet them in Starbucks, your first step should be set, an, set a face-to-face appointment. You guys agree? Yep. If you're, Mike, if you're Mike Bjorkman, you might set a, a webinar appointment or a over-the-phone appointment, but you're setting for the average person, set a face-to-face. It's way easier to do what we do face-to-face. So step one is face-to-face. So Mike Bjorkman is asking me right now, how do we book the face-to-face appointment? And I will read you the exact script and I will share it with you. I'll put it up on the screen so people can see it. I have it ready. Um, and then step two is get hired as an agent. So before we can cover this intake form, I have to explain the mindset why you want to use it. Because Brian and I chatted yesterday and Brian and I are very similar in a lot of ways. But in some ways, we had little differences. So I told them we were going to do like iron cage match, WWF style um, <laughs> debate today, right? With, with less uh, speedos and more words. Oh. But um, Less speedos. Less speedos. speedos. More wor- you, you like the visuals? Put, you just put a visual in everybody's mind that nobody <laughs> wants, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So... On my team, I'm going to give you the gold brick right now, which is the compelling reason why we compel buyers to meet with us. And after we meet with them, you'll see, because our goal is not to go open a door. How many people watching in Facebook land or watching this recording later are guilty of setting an appointment with a buyer based on the fact that you have the key to a house to open the door? Be honest. Anyone in their career ever done it? I've done it. 
You are, and I hate to say this because I'm not going to single out any companies that do this because there's some very large companies that their entire value proposition is. It's super easy to have us show up and open a door for you. You are making yourself a glorified door opening monkey. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it <laughs> because when this industry shifts, which it will, you are going to have no value anymore. They're going to have robots or drones or whatever the next thing is that can open a door for, for you. So get away from that. All right. We all good in that page. Yeah. So here, let me share my screen. Let me see if I can do this. Share screen, host disabled participant screen share. I can't share it. By the way, while you, oh, you want to be able to share your screen? Hold on. Let me do, see do you want me to put that. the, do you want me to put this up on my screen? Cause I got Wait, it ready. Uh, let me see if I can make that work. Let's see. Jesse Zagorski. If not, I'll just read it out loud, but it's not letting me give you that option. I don't know. All, all, all good. We'll keep rolling. So, by the way, but Jesse, real quick before you do, can I ask you guys a favor? So we have the business strategy mastermind conference coming up next mm. week. And at that business strategy mastermind conference, we have the buyer agent bootcamp. The three of you, Brian, Mike, and Jesse, would you be willing to share? We, I think I'll get the exact number from you. I think the buyer agent bootcamp portion, I think we've got around 50 people at the buyer agent bootcamp. Would you each be willing to get me 50 copies of your buyer intake packet? I'll pay you for it. Just send me the bill um, so that we could give each of those buyers that are coming to buyer agent bootcamp. I think you guys would appreciate it if your buyer's agents had everybody else's of this, I would assume, right? Absolutely. So if plus, you guys need to do that, plus, I'll pay for it and let's, let's make it happen. Even better, let's be honest. Some of the stuff we do is to generate referrals. So if I've got Live Love San Diego Homes branding and 50 agents, because San Diego is a destination city, guys. Those of you watching, you know people moving to San Diego. I promise you do. When they do, <laughs> have them call me. Right? I'll connect them with the team. You'll get this unique, awesome experience. That's right. awesome. I'll have Natasha get with you today. We'll get you the exact number, but let's have you bring those out and we'll get them in everybody's hands. I'm loving that idea. That's cool. a great Cool. Okay, and I'm, I'm so excited about Business Strategy Mastermind next week. He Me just too. said that super fast, but some people watching on Facebook might have no idea what you're talking about. In yeah. case you're watching this recording later, if it's after November 7th, 2017, you missed out. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was awesome. Those so of you who actually, are- No, the event is actually sold out. In fact, I'm going to ask- Oh, it is? Real quick. Yeah, it's completely sold out. So, we, oh, never mind then. Never mind, never mind guys. You, you can't come. You can't come if you want, if you want to be there. Never mind. But that being said- we have Live stream. Live stream for the first time ever. We're doing a live stream. So I'll, I'm going to run in the other room while you guys keep going. I'm going to run in the other room and have Natasha post- the live stream link right here in our video. So keep going. I want to hear more about the buyer. That's so baller. I love that you're live streaming it. That means guys, if you don't have the time, effort or money, and then nothing will replace being in the room because some of the benefit is connecting with the other people in real life, but I get it. Life, life happens. And if you can't be in Anaheim next week, the seventh through the ninth, check out the live stream, dig it, totally dig it. That's so baller. Stoked about it. All right. So you, are you running the other room or we, or I'll be, yeah, read you guys keep going, the keep script, on. Jesse, am I killing you? Yeah. All right, Mike, you ready? This is, we call this a gold brick. I'm going to read it. Then I'll talk about it. So this is at the end of our buyer script. It says, and I'm just going to read it uh, word for word for word. So you can literally see it. So if I look off camera, it's because I'm literally reading this. It says, tell me how this sounds. You know, one thing we specialize in is helping to break down the process step by step. So, in addition to everything in the MLS, we have some unique strategies to find off-market properties that are very different than what most agents do. We can also go over you know, what to do and more importantly, what to avoid and those mistakes to avoid when going through your home search. Does that sound helpful to you? That's it. I want off-market homes. Yeah, you want off-market homes or you want to avoid mistakes. It's taken me a long time to refine this script because this is actually a Jesse original. I've taken from a bunch of different sources and put it all together. We've split tested it. We've tried all different things. This is the most effective closing script we've had. It hits something for every personality type. It takes away. The only thing it's missing is it takes away the threat. It doesn't take away the threat. I don't have, it doesn't cost anything and no obligation. I just find there's so much value in this that rarely does anyone even push back on that. And if they do, my agent or ISA can come back and say, look, it doesn't cost anything. There's no obligation. We just want to get ready to get ready. Even if you're buying 12 months from now, right? I don't care if you buy next week, next year, or 10 years from now, I want you to have the information. So when you are ready, you can make the best decision possible for your family. Does that make sense? Look, they're all nodding their heads. We're so in rapport, guys. <laughs> but, but here's and if, the, and if here's nothing else, because- Jesse, you'll leave my office with the free list of foreclosures and short sales. There you go. 
That's right. And, and that's the thing. And by the way, that, that's the whole if all. And that's a great close, Mike. That is such a great close. You know, you, Mike and I learned that from remember Dave Van Hoos, of course, right? Yeah. I mean, well, Jesse's been NLPing us since we got on this thing. I'm just in a trance now. Yes, Jesse. Yes, Jesse. <laughs> but that's a great, you guys, we, what, what Mike just did there, what he, he added the if all, right? If all this does for you is boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. If all you get out of this is boom, ba boom, right? That that phrase that if all you get, it absolutely solidifies people into your camp and it makes them think, oh, my gosh, you're right. Like if that's all I got, all the other stuff's a big bonus on top of that in the off market property list. Everybody wants what nobody else has. Everybody wants what nobody else can get. So, so here's the deal. And this is off topic for the call day. So I'm going to stop it here and bring it back to the intake form because that might be what brought people in. I will tell you, there is, we don't even have a list of off-market properties. If you notice the language I said, I'm no longer talking about a list. So can I talk about other coaching programs on this one? Because I love, so I got this from Craig Proctor coaching 14 years ago. If anyone remembers the original universal callback script, and then Ed Lane in Seattle tweaked this thing, and then I put my own spin on it. So I often joke that I rarely have any unique ideas, but I really, I'm always pulling from something else and synthesizing and putting it together. Right. But see, Jesse, that's the magic of club wealth. And that's I what just, I want people to understand. It really is, right? Because we we take the best from Mike Ferry and from Tom and from Brian Buffini and from Craig Proctor. You take all because all of them have really good ideas. Yeah. The problem is that none of them is really understanding the complete picture and putting it all together in one place. And so what, what's happening here is we got all these really smart people helping to take all the best ideas from all these different coaching companies and all the best ideas from all these massive, you know, big producers across the country. Bring them all into one place and just and and dole it out in a fashion and a format with our coaching clients that's very digestible and that helps them go from one step one to step two to step three. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was I was going to say that for you, so you oh, didn't have to sorry. talk about your own. But no, I'm I'm thrilled you did because really I don't get paid by Club Wealth. Like Brian does work for Club Wealth, but Mike, you're not you're a faculty member. You're not a coach, right, Bjorkman? No, I, they don't want me coaching. Neither, neither of us get paid a dime. If anybody listening or watching jo- joins Club Wealth, I don't get paid anything, and I don't want to be. I want to be surrounded by the most creative entrepreneurial minds in real estate, and that's what I love about this group. So enough of our Club Wealth talk, but if you're interested, ch- check out a free strategy session. Seriously, it will blow your mind. All right, moving on. In addition to everything in the MLS, we have some unique strategies to find off-market properties that are very different than what most agents do. If you say oh. you have a list, what's the first thing the client's going to say? Send me the list. Send me the list. Why <clears throat> generate that objection? To channel my inner Joel Rico, who just taught me this last month, you're generating your own objections. Whatever yeah. you're putting out there, the words, the energy, the vibe, you are generating objections. By what I said, we have some unique strategies to find off-market properties that are very different than what most agents do. What do you think as a, as a, as a potential client of mine at that point? You're unique. And I think that's really, if you can't, if people don't learn anything about real estate in the 2017, 2018, 2019, if you're not unique, you're like everybody else. And guess what? When I started doing this, my clients didn't go talk to five, six, seven agents. Guess what? If you're talking to an internet lead, and by the way, in 2017, everybody is an internet lead. So if you're talking to a lead, mm-hmm. guess what? They've talked to seven agents. They've talked to eight agents. And they've all told them the same pile of crap. It's the same stuff that we were doing 10 years ago. And so if you're not doing anything unique, then you're not doing anything unique. And here's the thing. It doesn't even necessarily have to be significantly better. It just has to be different. And that's what I love what you're doing. Where are those socks? And that's, what is that on the socks? Is that a ninja? Ninja socks. So I, I'm, actually, I'm actually barefoot. I shouldn't say because no one can see my feet, but I didn't have time to put my shoes on before this webinar. So I can show you my socks very easily. I have ninja socks for this reason, because I always talk about my sales team. And it's not mine. It's our sales team as being a group of highly trained sales ninjas. Okay. <laughs> They show up. Oh, it's amazing. They're gone, right? Little theatrics, little magic, little combat, and everyone's happy. Everyone loves ninjas, except for the people on the opposite side, I guess. Anyway, here's the thing. What Brian's talking about is spot on, Brian. Um, This off-market list of properties, it's not a list. It's a strategy, and we really do deliver what we talk about. So here's here's what we do, and we 
network with other agents for off-market properties coming soon. We send direct mailers to the list that they identify in the area, and we will get our title rep to pull a list, and we'll send out a bunch of mailings to try to find a property for this person. We'll go through the expireds, cancels, withdrawals. We'll cold call. We'll door knock. There's a bunch of ways you can find off-market properties. Do they end up always buying an off-market property? No. Right? One of the very first Realtor.com leads I ever bought, I buy a ton of leads from Realtor.com. They're by far the best leads you can buy. That's a whole nother conversation. One of the very first ones I worked when I was working it myself, as like I was the ISA, I was the agent, I was everything. I got them on the phone. They had their house listed with another agent, like actively listed. And they were going online submitting forms because this agent was too busy and dropping the ball. I got them on the phone. I claimed the lead at like 9.30 at night and I called them. And first of all, they were like, what? You're calling me at 9.30 and I said, yeah, you requested information. I'm, I'm still up and working. Let's talk. So we talked and I told them about how I will actually send mailers. They were looking in a very specific part of San Diego and they couldn't find anything that matched their criteria. I said, well, why don't we identify the criteria of your perfect home and we'll send out some mailers. Did your other agent mention that we could do this? No, never even talked about it. All right, well, let's, let's blah, blah, blah. I booked a face-to-face appointment. Guess what happened within a week and a half? They bought a house on the MLS. I hadn't even gotten the mailers sent out yet. But, they, but it showed a level of uniqueness, creativity, and professionality that no other agent stumbled upon had done. And we're good friends to this day. That was a couple of years ago. All right. So let's move to the intake form, unless anyone else has any questions on, my, on this gold brick before we move on. No, but I want to add a quick comment, Jesse. So one of the things that people don't realize, and you've been doing this for a while, Mike's been doing this for a while. In 2005, when you went and showed a house, you had a unique list. It was called the MLS. But here's the reality. And this is something that, that agents need to understand. And for some reason, we haven't figured it out yet. They know more about the properties that are listed in the segment they're looking at than you do. I don't have two hours a day to get on Zillow to look in town X between $300,000 and $350,000 just for that one client. I don't have that kind of time because I'm working with 10, 15, 20 people at a time. There's not enough hours in the day. They do. So your unique value proposition can no longer be I can help you find a house because guess what? You can't. They know more than you do, at least for stuff that's that's currently listed. So, you know, stop thinking that your job is to set up a, a listing alert, send people these houses, and then they think that you've created some magical thing. That's not our job. Worse than that, some consumers still believe that that's all real estate agents are good for. And if you don't do a good job of explaining that, I have lost clients who were good friends of mine before I started signing buyer agency agreements with everyone and having this conversation. I actually lost people because they thought all I was good for was telling them about a new listing. And they already got that from Zillow, Redfin, any of the other sites. And I didn't do a good job of explaining. It's how this system got developed. Okay. So dude, you guys are both hitting on something that's really important. I was just in, a, in another uh, Facebook group here this morning and there was a post, this guy was complaining because, you know, oh, I had a buyer and I showed him this house and we wrote him up on this house and the listing agent countered and contacted my buyer directly and they negotiated with my buyer and blah, 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 blah. And he was all mad about it. And, I, and I'm like, okay, I get that what the guy did was a kind of a knucklehead move, but here's the reality. You didn't educate your client and it is your job to educate your client. In America, we are in a, a transmitter oriented society, right? If you like Malcolm Gladwell, like I know you do, Jesse, uh, you know, you, we're in a receiver oriented, uh, excuse me, a transmitter oriented society, which means it's the, tra- it's the person giving the message. It's their job to make sure that that person hearing the message understands the message. It, and it, it, we're not, it's not like Asia, right? We're in Asia, they're a receiver oriented society where the person receiving the information takes responsibility for understanding it. That's not how we're wired here in America. And if you don't immediately change your thinking to understanding that I have to explain to them in a way that they will understand and remember, then you're losing the game. And that's this buyer packet is all about that. It's all about, thank you for that. But I mean, it's true, right? It's all about setting those expectations and educating the client so that we don't have problems like, you know, them talking directly with the listing agent or them working with another agent or them thinking that all we are is a freaking door opener. That's our fault, not theirs. So, so that's the transition into this intake form. That was perfect because I wanted to start out before we talk about it, the mindset behind the why. Why do you want to use this? This whole form is driving you towards educating the client 
It's not about getting a piece of paper signed, which is a buyer broker agreement. That's a byproduct, right? Mm -hmm. That's the byproduct of educating the clients on the value we have, getting to understand what's important to them, which is even more important than anything. And then you get hired as an agent, right? It might be a handshake. It might be whatever you use. I recommend getting a buyer agreement signed, but first they actually agree. Everyone nods their head and goes, yep, you're you're our guy. You're our woman. We're going to work with you to buy a house. And then we finalize it with a buyer agency agreement. That's a whole separate call that I don't want to get into for now, but just know if you're coachable and you're watching this, just use them. If you're not coachable and you're someone who needs to have an explanation, hit me up. We'll do a separate webinar. We'll talk about why having a buyer agency agreement is important, but we don't show houses unless we have one signed. I will do like one time you want to go show a house, maybe two in a, on a rare case. I'm not going to, because again, it's a byproduct, but I want to make sure very early on, hold on one sec, Michael, yeah. very early on, we have this conversation to get on the same page and make sure that you want to work with us. So you're yeah. Michael, what, how do you always say it? you're not working without a net, right? You're talking about me or Bjorkman? No, uh, well, one of you guys says this as an agent. If you don't say Bjorkman. Bjorkman, how do you say it? The... I don't even know what you're saying. I think he's the one that says that. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Going fishing well, without a net, something like something that. Something like that, yeah. you say all the time? <laughs> never go fishing without a net. That's yeah, right. that's your I've, thing. I've never said that. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought about one of you guys who talks about, no, uh, it's no, like being on a trapeze without a net below you, right? Oh, if, that's If you too. operate without getting a buyer agency agreement signed, it's only because you either were nervous as the agent to ask the hard questions, right? You got to look your client in the eye and say, are you ready to go steady? Do you want to do this? Right? You got to be willing to ask that because a lot of agents are scared to ask. And so they end up running around like crazy people, showing houses, doing research, all this stuff. And then the client goes into a FISBO and buys it directly. Or they're walking to a new home division and they don't tell you about it. And they're, guess what? I'm an escrow. And the client's not being a bad person. They don't, they didn't do it to you, but as agents, we always think they're doing it to us. They're those scumbags. They totally went around my back. No BS. That was your fault for not educating them and getting on the same page up front. I love it. Hey, Michael, if you want, I can put my video of me doing a complete buyer's presentation and getting them to sign the contract in the link right here if you want. Absolutely. You bet. Absolutely. In fact, you know what you should do is make sure Natasha's got that and we'll make sure that we put that on the page for the the, the Club Wealth TV page uh, wow. for this episode so that it's right there so they can get everything and the download and all that right there. Jesse, you touched on something that I want to make sure people are very clear on because this is very important. By the way, if you guys are watching this right now, you, if you have buyer's agents on your team, you need to tag them in the post. They need to see this. So tag your freaking buyer's agents. That being said, Jesse, it's like you said, first one's free, then you got to pay, right? It's like crack, right? Yes. <laughs> but but that's the thing is sometimes the, the two problems are too many agents want to get people pre-approved before they'll even go meet with them. And that's the wrong move to, or, or even pre-qualified. That's the wrong move. You go meet with them. You can't close somebody on the phone. Like you can close somebody in person, go meet with them. But then you also have to remember they do have to pay. And the way they pay is they sign that buyer agency agreement. So you got to do all of it, set the appointment, give them the first one free, then they got to pay and have them pay by signing the agreement. So focus. There you go. So if you are new to this concept, by the way, and you want to baby step into it, here's our cancellation guarantee, right? It's free to hire me. It's free to fire me. As you get better with your skills, those objections go away. We used to pre-print on all of our buyer agency agreements. They were cancelable at any time. We don't pre-print that anymore because my agent said, can you take that off? I don't want this to be cancelable. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need that baby step anymore. All right. So let, we got 20 minutes. Let's jump into this actual, the intake form. Those of you trying to screenshot this, don't worry. Just go to the blog post. It's there. I'll give you the whole thing. So I got to give a shout out to Mark Pattison. I don't know if Mark is watching. Mark is, uh, Mark is in my brokerage and he runs a team called Porchlight Realty San Diego. Mark actually was the top buyer's agent on, or say, I call them sales agents. For this call, we'll say buyer's agent, but I always call people sales agents. Mark was the top sales agent on my team a couple of years ago when we developed this form. So this form actually came from, I want to say possibly Tom Ferry coaching in some version originally. Mark took it. We played with it. We tweaked it over and over. We spent two weeks role-playing every single section of this in detail. And when we rewrote it, we tweaked it, we rewrote it. This form is both a script and like you take notes on it. So it's an intake form. 
You guys with me so far? Mm-hmm. All right. So you got yours in front of you. Those of you who want to play, go ahead, Mike. Hey, Jesse, that's exactly like the 44th minute, uh, uh, 44 point listing appointment checklist, right? Yeah. I love things where I can go through and follow a form and it creates the conversation. It makes it very easy for me as an agent to not have to think about what I'm saying because I just, all I do is follow the form and it jogs my memory. Oh, got to talk about that. Oh, got to yeah. talk about that makes it very easy and it makes sure that I give them that consistent experience every single time. Right. And can you see if Tara's online, can she try to enable my screen sharing? I would love to put this up on the screen while I talk about it. Cause I'm going to go section by section. I think it's no, on your end, bro. No, it's, when I, when I click on share screen, it says host disabled participant screen sharing. Oh, so hold on. Whoever started this as the host needs to enable screen sharing for me. Because I don't want to go over every single detail. We only got 20 minutes. But Dude, I, I just to... figured it out and just do it. Try it now. I think I just got it. Yep, got it. Sorry. My bad. That's my that's my technological handicap here. Sorry, guys. Okay. All right. Can you guys see my screen? Love it. And and do we still see you guys on camera? I don't even know what we're seeing yes. on camera now. Okay. Yes. So we got you guys on camera. My little box has this thing. Cool. Okay. Yep. All right. So dig it. So let's do this. This is the form. So at the top, whenever you give a speech a public performance, because let's face it, one-on-one with a client is a performance. You want to tell them what you're going to do, then you're going to do it, and then you're going to recap at the end. That's the format for every public speaker ever. And you always want to start by telling a joke, right? Right, Helixon? When you come on stage, make them laugh, tell a joke. So you always walk in, you say something funny, okay? If that's not your style, say something serious. I don't care. Say something that's in line with your personality to ease the tension. Then you sit down and you say this, hey, just a little overview. Here's what we're going to do today. We're going to go over exactly what your perfect home looks like. We're going to go over how the home buying process works, and then we'll get started finding a great home. Sound good? Right. And then I throw in there sometimes, depending on the person I'm meeting, if I know they're an engineer type person, I'll say, you have any questions that you want to make sure we cover? Because they're not going to listen to me if they have their own burning questions. I'm not going to answer them on that spot, but I'll make a list. All right, great. So you want to talk about this? You want to talk about that? Great. We'll definitely get to that. Cool. All right. So let's jump in. Easy questions. How long have you been looking? You guys with me so far? Any questions on the the beginning of it? No, I love it. All right. So I'm going to show you at at a zoomed out view. The whole left column is all about the client. In this presentation, you should spend 75%. And it's not a presentation. It's a consultation. Very big difference. Presentation is you talk, 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 talk. Consultation is you ask a question and you listen. You should be listening 75% of the time throughout this initial buyer consultation. That's what we call it. So the left-hand side is all them. I know it looks even 50-50, but when you do this in real life and you get good at it, you spend 75% of your time on the left side and you only spend like 25% of the time on the right. This whole thing can take 10 minutes, 20 minutes. So do the math. You're talking like 15 minutes, them talking about their house and five minutes talking about how good you are. Right? So Mike Bjorkman, you're a master of human psychology. Why do you think we start out having the people talk about their perfect dream house? Why do we have them talk about their perfect dream house? Yeah. So, so if I've got two goals, let me shut my screen share for a minute. So if I've got two goals, one goal is to talk about how awesome I am. And goal number two is for them to, for me to understand what they're looking for in a home and to have them talk about their dream house. If I have those two things, and I'm saying we should probably start with having them talk about what's important to them, why do I want to do that? We're going to break down all of our barriers and get excited with them, and they're going to be able to just bond with us. Yeah. All, all we have to do is listen. P- people love talking about themselves, and I don't mean that in a bad way or an arrogant way. It's just how we're wired. You ask someone, hey, have you heard I'm the number one agent in San Diego County? (laughs) Nobody likes being talked to all day. And if you walk in, you go, hey, I know you're looking for a house with your family. What would make it the most amazing house on the planet for you? Like if you could wave your wand, forget about price, wave a magic wand, what would that house look like? Which one's more engaging? Right. Yeah, Not yep. even a question. So that's why and, the and, and, and here's the thing, because when they meet you the first time, they're very standoffish. They don't want to engage in. They don't want to like you. People literally show up to your show for showing not wanting to like you because they think all you're going to do is try and sell them. And that's not right. what they want. They want to just look at the house and leave. And just a note, he said your first showing, by the way, if we have to, we will set the first appointment at a listing. If that was the way we, we had to do it, I always prefer, even if they came in on a listing, to give them value and book this at an office or a Starbucks. 
right? I want I prefer an environment, a place where I can control the environment, but Starbucks is just fine. After we go through this, we'll go show them that house. I'm not trying to get in their way, but if it is easier to show them the house first, we'll show them the house and then we'll go and do this presentation. Okay, so I want, I want to jump in on this because I've always just done, and, and I'm not saying that that's not okay to do it that way. I've just always, I've found it to be easier just to say, great, when can I show you one, two, three main sheet? Would today at five or tomorrow six be better? I want to hear Brian, what, what do you do? And this, I love the debate on this, Brian, what do you do? And, and there's no right answer. Before Brian, I want Brian to think about this because I want to put in a little tip here for Michael Hellickson. It's absolutely easier to meet them at a house, but isn't it also easier to sleep in and not get up and exercise every morning? But which one's better for you? Dude, I mean, you can see what I look like. So obviously I'm sleeping in. I just had to put that on there on camera. All right, go ahead, Brian. <laughs> you know, I'm a fan of belly to belly. Um, you know, ultimately, I believe the best salespeople are going to be able to do what you're talking about. You know, in other words, they're going to be able to sell the consultation. And I think that that's really important. I think that we're going to do a better job. And there's some safety issues that we, we run into by meeting somebody at a house. And those are those are concerns in 2017 that maybe didn't exist in 2005. But I, I'm with Michael. Um, I want the appointment. I don't care how it comes. Now, one of the big things that we push in, because this is an objection, we haven't even gotten to that, but we hear this objection all the time. Well, I'm not buying a house for six months. You know, and this is even a better opportunity to do a buyer consult because there's a million things that can go wrong in that six months. And we also know that, okay, six months from now was your plan. Even if they're being 100% honest with you, things change. So tomorrow that six months turns into one month or tomorrow that six months turns into three months, whatever it is, the person who gets belly to belly with them first and gets them engaged wins. In yeah. no way do I disagree. Right. This isn't even a discussion. I'm 100% on board. The better your sales skills get, and it's not that hard. You don't have to be an amazing salesperson. You just need the right script. When you have the right script and you learn it and you internalize it, you don't need many sales skills. You can compel them to meet you at a Starbucks because they're going to want to meet you. However, I agree. I would never turn down an appointment or make someone feel awkward. When I have brand new agents on the team, I say exactly what you said, Brian. Just get face-to-face. -face. You got to go show a house, open the door, do it. I could care less. As you get better, I want you thinking about, is there a better way? That's the only thing. So you have to know where you're at in the process. But I, this, is, this isn't a debate, Michael. I agree. Sorry, we can't find it. No, it's good. No, it's, I, look, I love it. I, 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 because I think people want to hear both sides. So keep right. going. So let's go back to the form. All right, screen share. Uh, right here. Boom. So easy questions. How long have you been looking? What websites do you primarily use to find homes? There's psychology behind each one of these. And we wait, we, I didn't say we wasted. This is a great call, but I spent too much time going over other things to go over the specific psychology behind every one of these questions. For now, for the sake of time, just trust me, they are important. Learn them this way first. And then once you figure out why they work, change them and make them your own either if it works better, let me know. If, it, if you break it, do it at your own risk. Cool? All right. Cool. So what websites do you primarily use to find homes? Location. Tell me about the neighborhood. What's important about that town or community? Are you open to any other areas? And I'm going through this fast, but this is the part where you slow your roll. You go, watch. Let's, let's role play this. Who, Brian, Mike, which one of you guys sure. wants to role play with me? Go Brian? Okay. Go. Brian's good. So, so Brian, um, I remember you were you were asking about a property in uh, in Bentonville. What neighborhoods in Bentonville are are uh, are you looking at? You know, I'm looking to uh, live in downtown Bentonville. So yeah. cool. And any other areas besides downtown? No, that's very specifically where I'd like to live. Cool. So, so what's important to you about downtown Bentonville? You know, it's a we, there's a lot of activity that goes on down there. You know, you can walk to things, and and not that I'm opposed to driving, but it's nice to be able to get up on Saturday morning and walk down to the square and hang out and see all the stuff without having to deal with getting in my car. You know, we're we're outdoor people, so we want to be able to go out and enjoy the the outdoors and just be able to walk around. So heck, heck yeah, and believe me, I'm good with you being out of a car. You just said a number of things though, so you want to be able to walk to activities and you're outdoors people. What type of activities do you like to do? You know, there's there's a lot of uh, events that happen, you know, on the square. So we like to go to those. That, you know, there's there's First Friday that happens every every month, and there's there's a farmers market on Saturday morning, and you know, it's just and there's just activities we don't even know what they're going to be. But and then and then there's you know a great park that we like to go walk and hike and things like that. So all right, I'm I'm going to pause it right here. You guys get where we're going with this, right? And then if I wanted to, I could spend another two three minutes talking about. Tell me about the park. Where do you hike? What do you like to do? And I'm taking notes. And all this, by the way is bonding. It's building rapport. I'm not commenting on it. I'm not saying like, Hey, I hike too. You hike, I hike. Woo. It's like you hike. Tell me about that. That's amazing. 
right? He doesn't know if I even have legs. I might not even have legs, right? It doesn't matter. All that matters is he loves to hike and that's what I'm focusing on. You guys get that? So, all right, I'm going to move on. Any questions on this? No. Cool. So thank you, Brian, for playing along. Um, you just say, tell me more about that. What's next? Tell me more. So now let's talk about your ideal home, property type, single family, condo, townhome, or duplex. What, what's Which one are you looking for? Right. Then we go condition, moving ready, open to repairs, features, beds, bathrooms, age, stories, square footage, wants versus nice to have. By the way, as he's telling me these things, I'm madly taking notes because I'm going to spit it back to him later. So one, he knows I'm listening. And two, I can help use it to motivate and influence him down the road. Use it for peaceful purposes. But when Brian writes a lowball offer on his first house, right? And I go, Brian, dude, we can write the price at any price you want. Really, you are in the driver's seat. Remember when we first sat down and you said you wanted to get closer to downtown so you could walk to the farmer's market? If you consistently come in below everyone else and you're always beat out, how likely are you to get into that house near the farmer's market? Not real likely. Right. How important was it to you to be near the farmer's market? I mean, that's a, I, only you can decide that. How important is it? It's pretty important to me. Okay. So let's go back and review the comps again and just see if this really is truly the strongest offer you feel comfortable with. Sound good? It does. Okay. You got to re- re- people lose sight of their emotional reasons for buying once they get into the logic down the road. You got to bring them back to emotion. People buy houses based on emotion and justify it with logic. It's our job as salespeople. If we're going to use these powers for peaceful purposes, guys, don't be evil, right? Use this for good. Help people get out of their own way, though, because you can persuade people to do lots of things. But as long as you're in line with their goals, we're going to help them get out of their own way and remind them you really wanted to be in the farmer's market. It's super important to you. All right. Uh, Top five features in your home. Wants versus nice to have. Again, I'm going to come back to this later. This is actually buyer consultation number two, where the wants versus nice to have come into play. For now, just write them down. Write, 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 scribble, scribble, scribble. What do you not want in a house? I don't want it to be dark. It's the most common thing people say. I don't want to be dark. People have trouble coming up with five. Don't worry about it. They only got one. All good. Okay. Last, can you see this little thing right here? Let me zoom in. I had to put my little, uh, my little branding at the bottom. So apologies. This isn't normally on my form. The whole question's on this form. Send a message to me on Facebook. Anyway, recap. Mike, Brian, what does recapping all of the client's criteria do? Proofs to them they listen. You listen to it. Anyone know what the number one complaint is of real estate agents? We don't listen. Don't listen. Communication, bad communication, whatever that means. NAR has done studies that say 69% of their agents, something like that, 70% of agents or 70% of clients are dissatisfied with their agent's performance. And the number one reason why was bad communication. Yeah. And it's because we're always thinking about what we're going to say next. So why do you role play this like Mike Bjorkman every single day so you can internalize it and go back to listening and just having a conversation with the client? But you got to practice it every single day. All right. Yeah. I was so into reading it and trying to figure everything out that I missed half what you said. So that's very true. Yep. All right. So let's zoom in here. Uh, let's go over the second but side. I do like this. I really like this. Yeah. If you don't like it, use your own, make it up, but you have to have some sort of duplicatable system that gets the same results every time. And even if you are a sales genius, like Mike Bjorkman, you probably have your own version already internalized. But if you are not Mike Bjorkman, you're going to want a system and you're you, going to want, or if you're training people, you're going to want one of these. Jesse, you have to promise me that you'll watch the buyer consultation. I just put in the comments. Okay. It is almost verbatim this memorized nice. and you can see it memorized. Yeah, that, that's it. Like a lot of people it's can't so memorize good. this much, right? This is a training tool for a quick, quick side note. And we got six minutes has Brian and I talked about this yesterday. Brian used the comment. Do you want, do you want to refer to a, what we said yesterday, Brian, it wasn't the most flattering, but I, I actually think it's totally on point. Do you remember yesterday what we talked about of, of this? I don't know where you're going. Um. <laughs> All right. So yeah. he's always put in the corner. All right. No worries. <laughs> so has anyone been behind a McDonald's counter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> has anyone been behind a McDonald's counter and seen the picture, which is a cartoon drawing of a hamburger? behind every McDonald's in the world. And I don't have it up on my screen right now, but just believe me, there's a cartoon drawing of a hamburger, bun, lettuce, mustard, patty, lettuce, pickles, bun, whatever. I'm vegan. I don't know what burgers look like these days. (laughs) But you get the point. Every McDonald's in the world creates a uniquely uniform experience. Maybe you think it's awesome. Maybe you think it's terrible. doesn't matter. It's the same around the world. And they hire not the highest level of employees. If you've been in, I'm not knocking McDonald's employees, but if you've been into one lately, if you're a superstar, you probably don't work there for long or you go into management. 
So how do you do that? You got to break it down. You got to. And so I'm Brian was saying yesterday, we were joking around that we're dumbing this down. It's actually not dumbing it down. I consider myself to be very intelligent and I use this script every single time. It's not about dumbing it down. That's what Brian and I were, that's what I was saying, Brian, we were joking about it yesterday. It's really not dumbing it down. It's creating a system for duplicatable results. That's what it is. All right. So over here on the, we got four minutes over here on the left side. Um, I got up, let me share my screen again. If I've gone through fast, guess what, guys? This is recorded. You can watch back. You can listen to it again. We'll do it another time. All right. What's your ideal time frame? Wave your magic wand. Have you met with a lender yet? Price range. Here's, here, by the way, this is at the point we finally start to like tie in a lender. Hey, if I could save you a couple hundred dollars a month on your mortgage, would you be open to talking to one of our preferred lenders? Who's going to say no to that? You freaking love that script. Right. Brian, Brian, not so much, but I freaking love that script. So there's all sorts of ways you can I do it. it. If you don't want to set your, my lenders are okay with this script. If you don't want to set your lender up to fail because they're not actually going to save people money because you work with the most expensive lenders in the world. First of all, find better lenders. <laughs> Second of all. All the same in 2017. There's no different on price. It doesn't, but, but, it does, but that's why, Brian. All I want is the permission from the client to say, yes, I could have my lender call them. Right. Okay, we're not saying, hey, your lender is going to save you money. We're just saying, if they could, would you want to talk to them? Right. And the, I don't and the only way to twist money. it to make Brian feel better is if I could save you a couple hundred dollars a month by having my mortgage broker talk to you about programs you may never heard of before, would that be okay? Ooh, I'm changing the form right now. I'm changing, I'm changing the form right now, Mike. Thank you. That, 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 no, really, that question never quite sat right. It, ethically, I was always like, ah, I agree with Brian. So I love it. Thank you for fixing that, Bjorken. That's why we do these things. All right. Um, will you, what, what will buying this home do for you? That's like an ultimate question. Now, here's where we transition to the presentation. This should still be a consultation. And I can send you, show you a video of how I do this. This is, we have a video of Mike doing this. These are the only things I talk about of what it's like to work with me. I want and, to see your video. Where the heck is that? Oh, it's in my Google Drive. I sent it to you before. I'll send it to you again. It's uh, super lo-fi. It's like me in this office with one of my sales agents sitting next to me just like chatting for an hour. It's, it's hilarious. It's very lo-fi. I'll redo it in hi-fi. Um, so I won't read these things. You can see them on the screen, right, guys? Choose an agent to represent you. Each one of these, I'll zoom in so you can see it. Just know that each one of these could be an entire presentation in and of itself. Sorry, I'm scrolling up. There you go. Choose an agent to represent you. Free. Meet with the lender for pre-approval. View properties online. You're not going to blow through this boom, 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 boom. You're going to take each thing and you're going to show them how it relates to what's important to them. That's the key. If you start talking for two minutes in a row and their face glazes over, you're screwing it up. Okay? Hey, so I'm going to do one example of one of these instead of all of them. Hey, so Mike, Bjorkman, I don't know mm -hmm. if you knew this, but one of the coolest parts about buying a house is that all the fees are paid for by the seller. So that means you get to choose an agent like me who's going to professionally represent you, negotiate on your behalf, and it doesn't cost you a dime. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. And Brian said he'd give me half of it back too. Well, that's awesome. So, so we'll chat about that at the end. Um, so the next thing, anyway. All right. So <laughs> sorry. No, I love it. I know, but that's what I would do. I push back that objection till the end. We didn't go into objections today, but I would say that's really cool. There are definitely agents that give you back the commission. Let me make a note of that. I'll talk to you about that at the end. If they never bring it up again, I'm not going to worry about it. If it comes up, I'll handle that objection. Or I'll give them Brian's info. One of the and, 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 a, and a little note for people watching, it's the same exact scripts as the listing objections. It's the same. A little bit. It's the same. Yeah. So, so this, by the way, came straight from Mark Pattison. Thank you, Mark. I don't know where he got this from. I love this line. I solely work on a referral basis. So you're not going to see my face on any bus benches around town. This means I do my best to make sure you are a very satisfied client. That does a number of things for us when we talk about that plants a seed for referrals. It's kind of funny. We make fun of the agents who have bus bench ads, right? All sorts of good things in that line. All right. Uh, we're right at the top of the hour. You're going to read this form later. This part, this dotted line here, guys, when you get this, this dotted line means anything after it is optional. Because at this point in the presentation, people are nodding their head and they're ready to go. I found that I don't even need anything after this. But in case you're pitching to an engineer, you need to keep going. Detail-oriented people are going to want you. To, Brian Curtis, if you're pitching to Brian Curtis, keep going, right? So we'll go through the rest of these, blah, 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 blah. Jump from that line to next steps. Please, someone, Michael, read me what I have highlighted on the screen as the absolute best closing line ever. Michael Hellickson, kick, take it away. 
Dude, are there any other questions before we get started on the paperwork? <laughs> Best closing script ever. You got to, it's it just you got to change it to are there any? That's are all. There you, any? All right, let me change. Are that. there any other questions before we get started on the paperwork? Dude, let me tell you, I have used that thousands of times to get listings. I kid you not. Literally, and, and 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 if they ask more questions at that point, great. Resolve the concern and restate your close. Are there any other questions before we get started on the paperwork? No, fantastic. Sign here. Yep. And here's the end of it. Then we do the buyer broker agreement. Uh, I usually just take out the actual. Where is it on my desk? I take out the actual state of California buyer representation agreement. We have it pre pre uh, printed and in the full. In the it's not pre printed with their name. It's just a blank one, but we have it in the folder. If they really are sheepish. I can go to my plain English VIP bargaining agreement, which says the same thing I just said in plain English. We can go over that before. If they have questions on this form and they want to take it home with them, say, I actually got some work to do. I kind of want to look for some properties for you already. Why don't you take a minute, read it over. Let me know if you have questions, then we can get started. Then you just sit there, look down at your computer, let them read it over until they're ready. All right. Last, are there any homes you're already interested in seeing? And when can we meet next to look at these places? Set the next step. Always set the next step. That's it. 10.01, drop the mic. Boom. I love it, dude. I've been watching the engagement and how many people are watching all this. It's been crazy. So here's a couple of things. For those of you that are watching right now that want to get this form, type, I want the packet into your comments on the uh, Facebook thread here, because what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to have Natasha's going to post this and in with our other club wealth uh, live TV episodes. And we're going to have a download there where you can download Jesse's entire packet. Uh, so all you got to do is just type in, I want the packet. It helps if you like, if you've already liked the club wealth coaching, um, because you'll get notified. It upgrades the, like on the, in the algorithm of Facebook, it'll give you the notifications more often uh, that, you know, this is available. But that being said, We'll do that. For those of you that are coming to Buyer Agent Bootcamp uh, next week uh, in Anaheim, California, not only will you get Jesse's uh, buyer packet, but you're also going to get Mr. Bjorkman and Mr. Curtis's uh, buyer packets as well. And uh, that's a very, very big deal. So I'm very excited about that. Thank you guys very, very much for that. Yeah, Mike's like, I'm going to write that down. Don't <laughs> yeah, my, yeah my, 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 we're, we're actually running low on packets. My marketing coordinator, probably if she's watching this, is like, you what? You want me to put 50 together by next Tuesday? <laughs> <laughs> Just send me the bill, dude. We'll take care of it. Uh, I'm getting everybody to type by post. And I want the packet. I want the packet. I want the packet. Dude, we got a bunch of people typing that so, in. I love so, it. So what we already have, what I sent to Natasha already, was this intake form, the single one-page form. I'll put the rest of these PDFs into a packet. But really, I redo the rest of them all the time. Like, I'll... It's more just to make them your own. I'll give you exactly what I use. But to me, this script is the single best thing you want to start with. This one-page intake form, that's, the, uh, that's what we already have for Natasha, this thing right here, which I've made notes on so I can make changes. Thank you, Mike, both mics. Um, but really, guys, it's, you got to make it your own. Put some of your personality into it. Love it. Jesse, thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough for doing this for us today. And uh, I know for those of you that want Jesse back, type in, I want more Jesse Zagorski. Type in, give me the full Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) That's just wrong on so many levels. That makes sense. Now I'm blushing. Now I'm blushing. Thank you. (laughs) We're going to have to start with, we're going to have to wrap it up with final thoughts. Uh, We're going to go Mike Bjorkman, Brian Curtis, Jesse Zagorski, then me, Mike. Uh, my final thought is, as I know all day, every day, Jesse is working to improve his team. But what I saw today is absolute positive proof in the pudding or however you call it, that if you practice and mind, put a mindset to this uh, buyer thing, you can absolutely make it your own and, and make it work. I'm, I'm blown away at how far this has come. And I'm super proud of you, Jesse. And, and I think everybody out there listening should just basically start now completely duplicate duplicate this and try it and practice it every single day and i promise you it'll work that's it i love it i love it i love it i completely agree mr curtis coach brian curtis mr curtis that's my dad um so (laughs) my my thought for the day is ten thousand hours till mastery so you know why do we have a system it's because you haven't been doing this for 26 years like mike bjorkman Mm -hmm. so you don't have ten thousand hours of mastery and some of you do but the majority of us don't so instead of trying to as jesse said a couple times wing it and then it gets long then just 
follow the system. And it, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be Jesse's exact system. It doesn't have to be my system. It doesn't have to be Mike's system. But whatever you do, create a system that works so that you know that you can be duplicatable. I'd rather be great 90% of the time than perfect 10% of the time. It doesn't make sense. I'm perfect 10% of the time I'm getting the deal. The other 90, 90% of the time, it's a crapshoot. Be great 90% of the time. It'll, it's much more successful, better numbers. Love it. Absolutely love it. Thank you for that, Coach Brian. Jesse? So Brian and I are too similar in the fact that we both believe in systems more than anything else. So I'll give a different closing thought. I have an agent on my team that was on a previous team for about a year. Sold a handful of houses, nothing like wildly successful. She's been on my team now for about a month and a half. Last week, she went on three initial buyer appointments and signed three buyer agency agreements. She has one client that was in escrow, just fell out, but he'll be back in in a, in a week. She's got seven. I don't have enough fingers on the hand. She's got seven. In a month and a half, she has seven buyer agency agreements signed with clients she's actively working with. So does she have a lot of deals on the board yet? No. It's only been a month and a half. Is she about to post some huge numbers and start selling two, three, four, five, six, I don't know, a lot of homes a month? You're absolutely right. And she's not working 80, 90 hours a week. This isn't like, like she has a good life balance and she's just, she's very consistent and she's very good at what she does. Um, So you you don't have to be in the business for years and years at all. I almost think it's harder. If you've been doing this for 20 years, you have to untrain yourself on everything else you've done. If you're brand new, it's almost better. You go, this is how I do it. Cool. I'll go do it. Right. That's what I'm going to leave you guys with. Just figure out exactly what Brian said. If you don't know how to create a system, steal, beg, borrow someone else's. Just use it verbatim. If you want to make it your own, go for it. If you break it, put it back and then run with it. That's it. I love it. I love it. Thank you very much for that. All right. So here's my parting thought. I look at this form and I'm thinking about when I was going on listing appointments and I was hitting 93% on listing appointments and literally listing 50 to 75 houses a month working 12 days. How did I get there? Because I had a form for listings very similar to to Jesse's buyer form. We call it the 44-point listing appointment checklist. You can go get it on our blog. It's free. Go to clubwealth.com forward slash blog. Download that checklist. But here's what I did to make it mine. Here's how it got so good. I carried one of these with me all the time. I always carried, I had four blue ink pens and one red pen. And that one red pen, what I would do on every appointment I would, I would take my checklist or your intake form, whatever you're going to call it. I would take my document and whatever didn't go exactly perfect on that appointment, I would whip out my red pen. I'd make a note on the form. And, that, and then when I handed that to my assistant, she knows that red markation means it's time to change the form with whatever I wrote in red. And that way, every single appointment, I never forgot what I needed to do to improve it next time because I'd make that note while I'm in the appointment. So it was top of mind. It got done right. And every single appointment, my checklist got better and better and better. And it became mine. And and that was what made it great for me. And I want you to do the same thing with Jesse's checklist, with Brian's, with Mike's. I want you to take all of our stuff and make it yours to start with and then start carrying that red pen. Go ahead, Jesse. I got to wrap it up with this. I want to send a little love back to Michael because you totally reminded me where this came from, by the way came from you, Michael, even though I said Mark Pattison pulled it from somewhere else, the idea of this came from your 44-point listing checklist because I've been using that for years, right? And so you've been my coach for however many years you are, and I'm a very coachable person. And so if you do this for listings, I thought we should do the same thing for buyers, especially because I don't want to go on all the buyer appointments. I don't have enough time in the day if I'm going to have someone else do it. So this really all stems back from the systems and the mindset that you taught to me. So thank you. I just want to end this with a big thank you. Really. It's epic. Amazing. I appreciate that. And you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to echo that you guys. Thank you to all of you. I, I, to get you guys to come on and spend this kind of time with everybody for free, uh, is a big deal. And you guys, everybody, I speak for, I believe for everybody that's watching this, we appreciate your time. Uh, so next time you guys have a referral in Bentonville, Arkansas, send it to Brian. Next time you got a referral in Santa Clarita, California, send it to Mike Bjorkman. Next time you got a referral in San Diego, Well, I guess send it to Jesse. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. Send it to Jesse because you know these guys are going to take great care of the people you send them. That being said, we got to wrap it up. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. 
Remember, inside each one of you, there is a world-class beast just dying to get out. You might not feel world-class today. You might feel like a schmuck today. You might feel down today. You might just feel like low energy today, whatever. You know what? We all have days like that. We all have a turd of a day once in a while, right? So you got to turn that turd around and you got to decide, I'm going to do one thing at a world-class level today. It doesn't matter what it is. Find that one thing you can do world-class today. Maybe it's writing a personal note. Maybe it's making your bed in a world-class way. But find that one thing and do it and build on that. That's my hope for all of you. Love you guys. Have an awesome day. And remember, you are world-class. Bye, guys.